all good. What is up, everybody? It is Wednesday, Thursday, and you are watching episode 23 of Jackson Kayak Doc Talk with a brand new esteemed panel. Let's go. At Jackson Kayak, our roots run deep in moving water, in rivers. We got our start as a whitewater kayak company. And then the first fishing or dedicated fishing kayak was the Kusa. And the Kusa was designed from the ground up to be a river fishing kayak. And what does that mean? It means that it can go and handle moving water, light whitewater, rapids, tight areas where you need to be maneuverable and you need to be able to turn, but also not sacrificing the features that help you get out on the water and catch fish. That line progressed and eventually became the Kusa HD. And the Kusa HD kind of evolved and took it to that next step. It added even more features and deck layout for an angler, but it didn't sacrifice the performance needed to get through moving water and get to those places that other anglers might not be able to get to. And now we launched the Kusa X. And the Kusa X is that evolution, that next step in the Kusa line at Jackson Kayak. The neat thing about the Kusa X is that this was a team effort from the Jackson Kayak River paddlers, all coming together, giving their input, and having a say in what they'd like to see in this new kayak. From the concept, being a part of the development team was just incredible, because it was a lot of folks with a lot of input that each one of them had specific needs or wants that they would love to have seen in a boat. We built it for people that want to get in moving water and have all the functionality of an updated and modern fishing kayak. We've actually kind of gone back to some white water moving water roots. I mean, this thing is nimble. At the same time, it's incredibly stable. I've crawled all over this boat, fore, aft, didn't matter what I was doing, and I never felt like I was going to tip over. Give me a moving water, it wasn't a problem. The Kusa X is built for the river angler. That angler that wants to get to those areas that are a little bit harder to reach, a little bit harder to get to, where the fish haven't seen as many baits come by. You may have to run through some mild white water or get through some moving water or under trees or around rocks and be very maneuverable to get to where that X is, that X that the Kusa marks the spot. The highlight of this boat being designed by the Jackson Kayak Fishing Team is that a lot of features that you think that you really want in a boat, well, they're there. So in two strokes, I can do a 180 in this platform, and that's what makes it such a great platform for running moving water. I feel like it really handles, you know, the fast moving water really well, because you can um, kind of get into some areas that you wouldn't be able to get into with another boat. This is not just a boat that's gonna be great for people who are really efficient at running rapids. This is gonna be a boat that is great for any level of experience. Uh, if you want to learn to fish rivers or even small water, um, this would be great. Oh, it's a great boat, especially for the Coosa River here. It's uh, it's just an ultimate river kayak. For river fishing kayak, I'm looking for something that's stable. It's easy to maneuver, you know, in current. It's awesome. Great seat, very high, a lot of rod storage, ton of deck space really really stable it's got a ton of maneuverability into it so if you're a fan of the kusa series this would be right up your alley it's been awesome and it's handled everything we've thrown at it today everybody came together they put their input in and what came out of it is an awesome river fishing kayak the kusa x
The Kusa X, a Team JK signature watercraft. There you guys have it. The brand new Kusa X from Jackson Kayak. You can check those out right here on the interwebs at jacksonkayak.com. While you're there, stop in. Pick yourself up an Orion cooler. Orion cooler. That comes full of ice and everything. Get you more Orion coolers. Um, yeah, Jack, Jack, the or Orion rocks. Promo code, 5% off. Save yourself a little bit of money on your Orion cooler. Get you the big, get you the big one. You deserve it. You've been working hard. So, with that being said, we have got us a new esteemed panel tonight. Um, I'm going to let them introduce themselves. One you know, one you do not. So let's start with the new guy, Mr. Adam. Hello. Introduce yourself. Hello. Tell us a little bit about yourself, where you hail from, what kind of Jackson kayak you're fishing in. All right. Like I said, my name is Adam Cross. I'm uh, from Cornwall, Ontario. Uh, I love uh, kayak fishing. Uh, that's uh, kind of... <laughs> what's brought me here um yeah my boat uh i fish actually out of uh older jackson which is a lizka um i have a newer uh bite fd on the way so i'm really excited for that and uh yeah no i'm uh involved uh in the fishing community with uh the kayak fishing life uh is a group that we have in ontario we do a charity event every year um, I'm my, my role with that is the volunteer coordinator. Uh, I also volunteer my time with, uh, the fishing for autism, which is just a local charity event. And when I'm not fishing, well, uh, yeah, I'm a full-time dad, but I'm also a full-time, uh, welding, uh, blue collar guy. So, uh, in the end, uh, yeah, no, I, I've, love kayak fishing i love everything about it and i love getting on the river chasing smallmouth uh that's one of my big things uh but yeah no it is definitely fun to get out there i love the sport i love the everything that comes with it so yeah no i'm very thankful to be here tonight so thanks for having me we're happy to have you man happy to have some fresh fresh blood in the doc talk podcast <laughs> if i could spit words out tonight we'd be and a man that really needs no introduction hardest working man in show business one mr michael blatt uh, i don't know how i'm gonna follow that um <laughs> what the hardest yeah. man, working man in show business <laughs> you're, 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 follow your introduction um uh mike blatt tbc guides uh i was a fishing guide by hobby I'd say about two years ago, but uh, since October of last year, I have not worked for anyone else but myself. Uh, I just finished a very big 10 days uh, out here, and it's not even my busy season. Um, been getting a lot of kids out in the water. Uh, I, I love watching that Kusa X promo. I still haven't fished out of it. I've had one since... Oh, yeah. When did I get it? I got it late last year. It's been, I picked it up in maybe March of this year, and we still had snow on the ground till April. Things were frozen till April 1, April 2. Uh, my mm. guests love the Kusa X. Um, I, I actually had a kid recently hopped in the NAR, and he's like, I want to go back to the Kusa X. You know, he was 15. You know, he maybe weighed 80 or 90 pounds soaking wet. 
but he just loved that boat. And once he got back in that boat, I mean, he just started slaying him again. Um, nice. But yeah, uh, I haven't fished for myself in quite a few weeks. I'm hoping to do that tomorrow. Uh, it's been raining nonstop here. I still love what I do. Uh, I had a guest at my house a couple weeks ago who asked me, uh, so, so Mike, is, is it work yet? So is what work? Like, well, you know, when you take these people fishing, have you hit that point where you don't like being out there? Is, is, do you still consider it work? I do consider it work, but I, at no point during the day, do I look around and go like, Oh man, did I make a mistake doing this? I did right. not. <laughs> that's awesome. That is that's wicked. That's good insight. That is good insight. I wish I could make me smaller and you guys bigger here. Don't let me do that. And we're stuck like this. So tonight's topic. Tonight's a good topic. And I think Michael, this is this is gonna be a good one for you. And Adam, this is gonna be a good one for you because you got right. north. But um tonight we're gonna talk a little bit. We talk about the kayaks, we talked last week about fishing rods and all that kind of stuff. But tonight we kind of want to dive in on the Jackson Kayak Doc Talk podcast for a little uh, bait selection. Bait selection. All right. What you do, that is huge. I mean, because you're you're dealing with clients and different things like that. So, I mean, that is a, that's a big deal. So, what are some of the key elements that um, you guys use for bait selection uh, when you start fishing besides, you know, the fish will eventually tell you, but how do you get started? What do you, what do you, what would you tell the novice angler? You know, these are the baits that you guys need to pick up must haves. These are the must have colors. I mean, let's kind of, let's kind of break that down. I'm going to let, I'm going to let Adam go first. I'm going to, I want to answer. answer. <laughs> All right. Well, you know what, for somebody that's getting new into fishing, uh, you know, you could walk into any tackle shop and you could just go down one aisle to another. And I'm sure you could just say, Oh, this looks cool. I like this, you know, that catches my eye, you know? Um, but for me, if I were to give anybody a tip that I would say, you know, let's start with something simple mm -hmm. and a simple, very effective, uh, presentation would be the wacky rig. Any Sanko that comes in, you know, 10,000 colors, uh, mm -hmm. you could go and pick any color, you know. I'm very, I keep it simple when it comes to colors. You know, I, I like my green pumpkin and I like black, you know, like I, I don't really steer too far in between the color schemes. Uh, and not that they don't work or whatnot, but for me, I just keep it simple, simple bait, simple colors and I don't want to confuse it anymore. So uh, when it comes into, you know, the wacky rig, it's a pretty simple bait to throw. You know, you don't really need the most high-end gear to do it. Sensitivity mm. is something you will learn. You will learn the bite. You'll understand how it feels. Uh, you'll understand how to, your hook sets. And then if I were to go into another bait, uh, for someone to try uh, in their selection, yeah, I would head into a treble hook bait, probably mm -hmm. something as simple as a wake bait or even a mid-diving crankbait. Like it's a very simple retrieve, you know, bait to go with. 
And then as I got even further in with that, now uh, natural colors, I honestly think that's the easiest way to go. Uh, mm -hmm. Things that swim chase things that swim. So if you're kind mm -hmm. of, if you have the color for it, um, you know, if you like, we have lots of perch up here. So perch colors are, are great colors. You know what I mean? Uh, shad mm -hmm. colors too. Yeah. Uh, bluegills and, but uh, yeah, I don't really go too crazy uh, in the color scheme. And then mm -hmm. for any bottom contact uh, bait, as we're kind of working our way down the water, uh, you know, it's, it, this is where, you know, something as simple as a, uh, drop shot rig, you know, a very easy rig just to deploy down. Uh, shaky heads are, are great too. Another worm bait because you already bought a pack of Sankos. You just need another style of hook to run a shaky head. So uh, yeah, for me, that would be like kind of the the easiest, uh, easiest way for somebody new, I would think, to really do bait selection without having... Because when you really think about this, this topic... It could go on for hours, you know what I you, mean? You, like, you've described two of my days. You know, and it's 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 very it's very it's very easy to just go down a straight rabbit hole with this. So but yeah, no, okay. I de I definitely uh, think and and the biggest thing, somebody new uh may not be uh wanting to go tangle with bait casting. So mm -hmm. all of those baits you could easily throw on a spinning rod. And, and Hey, and you know what, <laughs> there's the good old worms too, right? Like a pack of worms mm -hmm. for a couple bucks, you know, if that does the trick for you, cool too. But if you're into going with uh, artificial baits, yeah, definitely. I think a Sanko to a mid diving crankbait, wake bait style down to a shaky head is definitely something that you can definitely go out with and have a load of fun. And it's simple, you know? cast and retrieve mm -hmm. one you find the fish you know slow it down stick around for a while and give them something else that they can uh take interest into so yeah it'd be hard pressed to know how many fish a pack of worms has actually caught over the years it's like the tried and true really it, it truly mean, is <laughs> it truly is worms, man yeah uh you can't, you can't you honestly can't go wrong with without with you know, rubber worms, you know what I mean? Like I, no, I honestly, you, you, you can't like, and there's, and the more you get into it, the more you'll find what companies you like, which ones, you know, do the trick for you. I honestly think, you know, any Sanko five inch Sanko, you can rig it, you know, multiple different ways from weightless Texas to a Texas rig, to a wacky mm -hmm. rig, to a shaky head, to a Nico, like, however, you know, like there's just, it's just one bait that just, it's, it's a, you know, does so many different little techniques and yeah, it's truly diversatile in its ways. So yeah, no, I definitely think uh, it'd be a, it's a one bait. I always tell anybody that goes out, I say, Oh, you know, if you're, if you're thinking getting fishing, you got to try the wacky, go out there. You bass love it. You know, you'll, you'll catch fish with it, you know, and, I think a lot of times new people go out and they're just more or less, you know, like, okay, I, I got this at the tackle shop and uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And you're like, yeah, no, definitely. And you're okay. Go out and they chuck it once. And they're like, Hmm, I didn't catch any fish on this, you know, and I feel very discouraged and whatnot. And then I did, you know, the same thing with my, 
with my own kids, you know, I just hire some wacky rigs and guys, you go out there and you go have fun. And that's what they did. You know what I mean? And they caught fish. So yeah, no, it's definitely, uh, definitely my three, I would say. Sorry, cool. one, one, one of the things that I always hear from spring and fall fishing is cover water, cover mm -hmm. water, cover water. Well, I don't live as far north as Adam does, but up here we are, we have pre-spawn for a long time. We have post-spawn for a long time and then we get fall and it, it happens pretty quick. And mm -hmm. so one of the things that I always tell my guests is we want to get our casting down. They're going to get one rod. They're going to get mm -hmm. a three eighths or a half ounce. Uh, I call them bladed jigs. Now that story will come very quick, very fast. That's proper term. Bladed, bladed jigs. Uh, and I say, guys, we're going to just cast all around us in the shallow part of this area. Um, mm -hmm. And we'll, we might hook up some fish. We might not. And then we're going to get into casting in specific spots. The thing that people get hung up on is switching baits too much, switching weights of baits. But when you have a three-eighths yeah. to a half-ounce weight on the end of a line and you for two hours are pitching that, you're going to get used to it. You're yeah. going to know what that rod does. You know what angle you need to do that at to get that, that jig right where you need it to go. And then, you know, it's going to get right next to the dock. It's going to go under the dock. It's going to go next to that tree instead of into the tree. Um, <laughs> So, you know, it's and when you use a the bladed jigs that I use, every time you lose those, um, that's about $13.99. Um, because I have yet to secure a sponsor for chatterbaits. Mm. So I stopped calling them chatterbaits because I fished with this guy a number of times this spring and he just kept chuckling. I was like, all right, we're gonna switch back to the chatterbait. <laughs> he just starts laughing. And uh, I'm sorry if my kids, uh, my, my students from last week are watching this, uh, just earplugs. So he looks at me, he's like, now, I said, what's so funny? He said, well, I don't know this because of this, but somebody told me about this website called Chatterbait. Mm. And it's an adult website. Um, oh, man. Spelled like the, the actual uh, fishing lure. And so I was like, I got to see what this is. And it's awful. It, it's funny, oh. but it's awful. So anyway, they're back to being bladed jigs. So, <laughs> I wonder if Jameson likes those so much. <laughs> so anyway, I use a bladed jig, uh, anything from a Berkeley slobber knocker uh, to a uh, Z-Man to a Strike King Thunder Cricket. And mm -hmm. uh, I, I don't go crazy on specific colors. If you want to know what color works for me, you can come fish with me. I'm not going to give away the farm tonight. But I use a crawfish. Go. I use a crawfish trailer. I use mm -hmm. a hollow-bodied craw trailer, um, and sometimes I use one of my new um, partners is Castaic Fishing. They make this little thing called the uh, um, the Jerk Junior, which is not a paddle tail; it's a straight tail. Uh, it was my best spawn smallmouth bait, uh, but I put that yeah. uh, as the trailer on the bladed jig but i go to these shallow ponds and i say shallow five to six feet in a lot of places uh lots of weeds and what i work on is the casting the closing of the bale the straightening of the line the reeling of the rod so that the jig doesn't fall down too much 
-hmm. Now, if someone's having trouble with casting right away, I will actually start them with a crankbait, something that floats, right? Mm -hmm. uh, That's a good idea. When you take four kids kayak fishing, mm -hmm. you have to take four kids kayak fishing. <laughs> trouble so hooks and kids. Let's, let's think about a jerk bait for a second. There's yeah. nine hooks, oh, yeah. right? Oh, I know all um, about this. And then you have a crankbait that has six hooks. Mm -hmm. uh, I gave the oldest kid the crankbait. Um, it still ended up in my rods a couple times. You know, it was like the the third hour of the four hour trip or the six hour trip, and it happens, right? But right then, mm -hmm. I'm like, you know what? Let's go back to the the bladed jig. It has one hook. It's a four aught hook. So even if you hook me, it's <laughs> not going through my skin. And so the second thing I have to teach when using a bladed jig with a four-aught hook is the hook set. And when you are telling someone while they're retrieving, when this stops vibrating and you feel a tug, that's a fish, not a weed. Mm -hmm. And you're going to count one one thousand, let that fish close its mouth around the hollow body craw, and you are going to set that hook and keep that rod tip up. And then we're going to have to reel to keep the rod bent. And that's, that's the teaching process. Now mm -hmm. people will lose a couple fish or they'll get, they'll get that fish. And so the learning lessons come as they uh, unfortunately lose a fish. If the fish is big enough, it's going to swim straight down. And, and then, so when, when the fish spits it out after a rise, then we talk about mm -hmm. the angle of the line. So if the angle of the line comes up, then we're going to talk mm -hmm. about, putting the rod in the water, but mm. the chatterbait or the bladed jig is a cool way to start. As long as the fish are still up close to the surface around some docks, around some cover, you know, once they dive deep in the summer and you have four people in kayaks, it is a drop shot Ned rig style dream day. Um, I have had very, my, my new apprentice, uh, who's training to be a, a kayak fishing instructor with me, mm -hmm. uh, 15 years old. He is all wacky, all Cinco, all the time. <laughs> and I, 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 I adore the kid. I, he's awesome. Like where his skill in Cinco is, I can't wait to do some tournaments with him in, in my bass boat and let him do the Cinco stuff. I'm going to do the moving bait and somewhere we're going to get some winning fish. <laughs> that's awesome but it's it's so cool to watch this kid and as i'm taking care uh last week when i was taking care of a couple kids over here he's tying wacky rigs onto these kids lines over here and teaching them an entire different side of fishing and so mm -hmm. it, it was really cool and everybody has their specialty um oh, yeah. i just like like you said if if it moves a fish will eat it and um you know the the one kid that stayed on the crankbait he said can i switch back to the chatterbait i said you know what we're going to a different spot we just haven't put your bait over fish yet and mm -hmm. not five seconds later i had i'm i hit record on my phone and i am watching this kid hooked hooked up to what could have been a two and a half three pound largemouth on the same crankbait that we were using for three hours with minimal success and then finally it just hit and again he was, he was casting it more accurately after two hours, three hours. If mm -hmm. we switched to another bait, it would have kind of gone all over the place, but he kind of mastered pitching that thing out and it went exactly where it needed to go. He retrieved it at the correct <clears> speed. 
to the point where mm-hmm. a fish finally came up and grabbed it. And his grandparents took him to the local tackle shop down the street to go pick up a couple of those crankbaits. So moving on to the to the next question um, down the line here, when you start talking about new baits, you see a new bait as it as it hits the uh, airwaves, I guess, of social or whatever's out there, however it comes across to you. How do you go about getting that information on that new bait and how do you learn that technique? What's your what do you guys use for resources to to make that happen initially? Um, once this new bait comes out? Well, you can thank social media. Uh, That's probably one of the, it's almost like you're trying the bait before you even buy it. You know what I mean? Like there's Mm -hmm. so much on social media regarding, you know, the new crankbait or like the slobber knocker. Like I've yet to try one of those. I definitely love the chatterbaits. I'm a huge fan of the jackhammers. Um, we have another great company. Backhammers and the Thunder Crickets at a retrieve, a five to one, six to one ratio, are about two feet under the surface, normal speed. Slobber knockers are a solid 18 inches lower. Wow. That's safe. Like, I, that's, that's really interesting. It, and, and stained water with shy smallmouth, it's, it's money. That's it's like, crazy. it's I crazy. Mean, you know who's going down the tackle shop tomorrow? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> this guy here. Um, But yeah, like there's so much on social media through, you know, and companies, you know, it's not like what it used to be where, you know, you'd wait for that fishing magazine to come down or, you know, you wait for, you know, the Bass Pro Shops flyer to come through. Um, There's enough people on just talking about these baits. You know, I'll use Z-Man as an example. Like they're fantastic in the way that they uh, advertise their their baits and their plastics and stuff. Um, there's some great YouTubers out there. Um, I think Jeff Little is probably one of like he's a wealth of knowledge. That man, um, he has he some really interesting uh, perspectives and but just the way that he approaches uh, new baits and just baits alone and to pattern you know different elements of fishing. Uh, that's somebody there that I personally, uh, really follow, uh, along, but, uh, yeah, no, I really aim at like social media. Like it's crazy. Like you, like you just, there's enough videos online of people, like you said, like throwing the slobber knocker, like, you know, just, you know, uh, throwing, uh, whopper floppers, you know what I mean? Like it, it was just. To me, okay, yeah, that could be the bait. But yeah, no, that's, I would say that's pretty much how, you know, I really go into it is, you know, social media is is such a strong, it's marketing, you know, it's almost like free marketing for the companies because every time somebody goes out and buys something and puts a video up about, you know, how they used it or, you know, there's a lot of people out there too who are just really uh, gear guys, you know, they want to talk to you about, you know, the big new, uh, you know, baits that are hitting the market and, you know, oh, this is, you know, you got to get this one. This is the one that you need to use. And yeah, no. So I definitely say for me, there's social media in between that, the YouTube for sure. So I've still never uh, bought a Whopper Plopper. Um, oh. I find them. Uh, the first one that I found, it was a bone colored Whopper Plopper at a lake That's that good. I do a lot of my trips at in Vermont. And uh, nice. he washed up at the boat ramp. And I was like, oh, this is one of those whopper plopper things. 
And so I said, well, if somebody's tossing this out, you know, I'll, I'll take it. We'll see what happens. And my dad, the skeptic of topwater baits, the first time out kayak fishing with me last year, he's throwing this thing. He's like, it sounds like a helicopter, Mike. And then it hits. And I'm, I'm like, set the hook. And he sets the hook and it flies back at him, right? And I said, like, well, wait for this fish to take it. You know, and, and you know, watching that topwater action in, God, when was this? I think it was August uh, of last year. Mm -hmm. um, and I've, I've come up with three whopper ploppers. Great thing about kayak fishing is the guys in the bass boats, they'll give up. They will not go all the way into that tree. But you can go underneath there and you can go get those baits. Yeah. Um, I saw a white, uh, white and red um, Strike King spinnerbait hanging from a tree like half a mile down from my house on the river. And I was like, huh, somebody's throwing white spinnerbait here. Let's try that. And then, I mean, smallmouth, October smallmouth, four pounds, five pounds, like it was nothing. Love um, it. Just you know, love it. it. So I'll see what's out there, literally see what's out there. Um, in terms of testing new baits, uh, I have a relationship with a golf course uh, down the road, and they don't really – it, it's not a private lake, but it's not a public lake. Uh, I've just kind of done some bureaucracy of my own uh, to work my way on there. And when mm -hmm. I want to test a new bait, I go where I know there's a lot of great largemouth bass and I want to see if they'll eat it. And if they'll eat it in that color water at that temperature, then I'm going to go try that on a larger lake. Um, right. and that's where I'll test the baits. And and it, it's great when you want to reach out like on social media, trying to get, you know, discounted bait or get on a pro program, you know, you get some of those baits, make a little reel or take some photos and, uh, at a place, you know, where there's fish and, uh, you, you tag them in it and, uh, you fill out their pro application and just, you know, you never know. Um, that's how mm -hmm. I got one of my new, uh, partners, uh, my favorite lipless crankbait. I have to plug them is from Castaic fishing lures yes s-t-a-i-c um i when i was still getting a mystery tackle box there was a uh, mm -hmm. rattle trap look-alike with a black spine silver skin uh maybe a quarter ounce maybe three eighths and for some reason in this one spot the, the fish can't stay off of it so I ordered four more of them. They ran out, had to go direct to Castaic, ordered their bigger size, now started ordering different colors, and it still produces. It's it's amazing. Um, and then uh, they are the original maker of the swim bait. Didn't know that. But uh, made it onto their pro staff and now put in an order, I don't know, once a month when I run out of stuff. And it's it's just great. And you find something you love, go with it. Um, that, that's, that's my biggest piece of advice is you, you got to find the brands you love and you know that they're always available. Nothing is worse than going and finding your favorite bait in that tackle shop or they don't make it anymore. Mm, yeah. yeah. That's, that's one of the worst. <clears throat> yeah. Oh yeah. I, I can remember when they discontinued the Berkeley beast, which was just a beaver style crawl bait. And I thought that was the end of the world. I went to, uh, we had an MC sports at the time and I, I literally bought everyone I could find to the point where I'm still pulling them out of my storage. 
every now and again when I need something a little bit different. Yeah, that's like the uh, the live target craw. <laughs> mm-hmm. The live target craw. I have I I love these things. I I think they're fantastic. I have them in for all different depths and whatnot. But uh, yeah, it's just one of those ones that it's becoming hard to come by. Like live live, live target gold shad is my number one pike bait in my favorite lake. Uh, got a 38 inch 12 pounder. Uh, sorry, a nine year old got a 38 inch 12 pounder uh, just last Monday. Uh, the only the unfortunate thing is a ten dollar lure, and it's I mean it's demolished by the time you get the fish in. But it is so worth the ten bucks every single time. Uh, I, I had a funny instance. Um, I love net bait baby pack of craw. Yeah, those, those are my favorites. The yeah. hollow body. Uh, now they they mm -hmm. come in. Um, what's that? What's that? That scent you can get? Um, shoot, the uh, liquid mayhem. Uh, it's kind of like that. Bait yeah, fuel. They, yeah, bait fuel. Yeah. Bait so fuel, now yeah. they have bait fuel infused. But uh, I, I got found like two packs on Amazon of the last non-bait fuel of my favorite color. And I get the package in and there's the receipt and there's a card from this uh, tackle shop in Kentucky. And there's a handwritten mm -hmm. note from the woman from the tackle shop. Hey, don't have many of these left. Let me know if you need more. Love Barb or something like that. <laughs> and awesome. it's just, it That's was so wicked. Funny. You know, it's so cool when you get to order stuff on Amazon, when you know it's coming from a smaller dealer. Yeah, or like yeah. a small mm -hmm. shop like that, and you get those handwritten notes. And yes, they're twice the price of that they normally would be, but yeah. you've, got them, you've got them. You know, on a day fishing with a with a chatterbait, I will go through four or five of those pack across. You know, they're they're a little brittle when the fish hit them as hard, but oh, the yeah. fish hit them hard, and it's it's just it's just worth it. Yeah, it's, it's like those kitex. Yeah, the the, the kitex. I I think they're awesome uh they're i love just throwing it on a jig head you know like uh, the 3.8 just i love finesse swim baits uh paddle tails you know from the 2.5s up to you know the four inches i i really enjoy throwing those but uh you go through those pretty quick because uh if it's not a pike the, the smallmouth just demolish it and you know, usually after a fish or two, it's it's time to take it off, and yeah, and then it's like okay, I, gotta go I, back I, to the store so to get my break, color. I, I took a break from slobber knockers. I had a sixty dollar day, nothing <laughs> but nothing but pike, and uh, even even fifteen pound fluoro. I switched to Yozuri fifteen pound fluoro. I was like, all right, I'll I'll, I'll tie this like like saltwater style leader, right? Maybe yeah. maybe that mm -hmm. will do it. And uh, yeah, I have to, when I fish certain baits in this lake, I have to use 30 pound uh, Berkeley big game mono. It's, wow. the only thing, it's the only thing that doesn't break. And the, the, oh, fish, still, the fish still hit it, which is great. Um, at 30 pounds, you don't get the same stretch as you do from smaller. Probably um, not. Yeah. But uh, that, that's what has been, that's, that's what's worked. And it's, it's absolutely crazy. Now, Michael, you, one thing that you said that I love hearing you say is you used to take tackle subscriptions. Um, I myself have, have partook in several different tackle subscriptions right over, on. over the years. Um, which one's your favorite and how beneficial do you think they are to folks at home? If you are starting out, 
Uh, and you do follow social media. You watch YouTube to find out what baits work or how to use it. Carl's bait and tackle just does such a good job in their marketing and the mystery tackle box. Uh, kids, kids, especially kids who are fishing under the age of 11, 12, you know, uh, amongst the pros, Guggen squad gets a kind of a bad rap, but they make a spinner bait. It's called the zinger. That is the Mm -hmm. best spinner bait on the river near my house. I have tried going other companies, the color they got right, the the, the frequency they got right, the Colorado blade, they got perfect. I, I, I can't describe it. Um, but once you go into more serious angling and what happened was I amassed a bunch of tackle that I never used. Um, right. Yeah. I think we all go through that. Yeah. That's, oh, yeah. that's kind of yeah. Right. We're all, we're all guilty of that part. <laughs> and it's like, Oh, it's only 35 bucks. And, um, yeah. you know, Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to subscribe for a year for 50 bucks and I'll get the discount. And, and they do get some real, I've got some really good stuff from, um, uh, favorite fishing, got some amazing reels. Uh, great. I I've discovered 13 fishing, uh, lures and, yeah. uh, hard baits from mystery mm. tackle box castaic fishing from mystery tackle box i have not gone to another subscription because i feel like i can kind of do this on my own a good mm-hmm. friend of mine who's a um a very competitive tournament guy he is uh big on monster bass and i haven't mm-hmm. used his discount code and gone monster bass oh, yet yeah. because every time i go like well i guess i could use more bass bait I'm at that point where I'm like, I want to fish for walleye now, or I want to fish for yeah. Walleye. I have enough bass bait, right? I love it, love it. And Mystery Tackle Box doesn't do a pike box. What? No, mm-hmm. they do. They do panfish. They do uh, trout. They do walleye. Uh, they do saltwater. They do bass. They do not do pike and musky. They sell the baits, but if you were to have a subscription for pike and musky. The box would need to be $90 and you'd get three baits. Okay. So here's a million dollar idea, but there you go. We (laughs) need to start what's going to be called the up north mystery tackle box for all the guys up north who are fishing for the musky, pike, walleye, smallmouth. So they get like their, as like in Canada, you know, well, in Ontario where I am, you know, for a good chunk of the year, you know, you have it, it is nice. And then you get, the winter and the winters are cold so there's a lot of guys that ice fish and whatnot and you, they have the baits for that but then as it slowly begins to open you know first you get into for us it's pike and then walleye opens and there's the perch and then there's smallmouth and largemouth so i really think you know if you if you're interested let's let's dive into this up north tackle box you know mystery tackle box for all the boys and girls out there who like to fish and we'll make it kid friendly because it sounds like we got a lot of young anglers out there that are just, you know, going to start throwing crankbaits and slobber knockers. So well, I'm sure my son's going to be like, Dad, we got to go get <laughs> one of these things. I'm telling you. And that's and that's that's the real big difference that uh, what what I what I believe in and what I just finished doing. So this winter uh, we have February break, which is this random week in February where all the schools are closed for absolutely no reason except to test parents. Um, and so I threw a five day ice fishing camp and, uh, at one day I had eight kids that were on the ice with me 
parents were invited for free. Kids had to pay. Um, one day I had five or six kids. Another day I had four. Another day I had eight. And the kids are learning how to do this on their own. And so we have this week lull where the schools were out. No summer programs were started. And I said, you know what? Let's see what happens. I'll do a three-day kayak fishing mini camp. I'll That's cool. Four kayaks, four kids. It was full in two days. I can imagine four kids, uh, and then I just—that's when I picked up. So my apprentice actually was a client who I took ice fishing um, this winter, mm -hmm. and then it just kind of developed into this. Please help me with these children, and he was—he was awesome. <laughs> so then the summer program screwed up their dates, and so there were two more days the following week of this week where kids had nothing. So I said, all right, let's do Monday and Friday of that, that mini week instead of Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And oh, by the way, we'll add Monday and Tuesday. And I was fishing every day with, with at least two kids. And, right on, man. and I'm That's not, wicked. and I'm not giving them drop shots. I'm not giving them, they are going to learn how to cast a rod and they're going to learn how to catch a fish. And day one, two kids, I put them, uh, it's the first time I had two people in the take two, I hooked them to my boat and we trolled around looking for pike. And I was like, all right, these kids will love reeling in a 25, 28 inch pike, 38 inches, 11 and a half pounds. <laughs> wow. And uh, got it all on video. Yes. Uh, it's been seen over 10,000 times on yeah. Instagram. Um, and this guy, uh, I guess, saw us on the dock, saw my truck with my logo. And he left a message on Instagram. Hey, your kids that you were with, I heard him say 12. I thought he meant a 12 inch pike. This is a, actually a 12 pound pike. And I, I mean, bravo on him and both of them. And, you know, it was, it, it was amazing. And, you know, some of these kids learning how to reel in a fish on their own. One kid realizing that he's actually left-handed when it comes to reeling. He reels oh. with his right hand. Mind blown, right? Yeah. Um, and uh, and the, there was another kid earlier this spring. He and I were the only ones for three days. It was a really, really great intro for me for this camp. And he got this beautiful four-pound largemouth. And, uh, I mean, we caught trout all day for one day. And it, it was incredible. Anyway, long story short. These kids are now the moms and dads are texting me. What was the name of that that bait that they use? Uh, he lost, he <laughs> Off the bass pro the shops, <laughs> you know. And, and so you're you're giving them lists of, and I should be selling this stuff, right? Um, oh. But what? yeah, but it's they they realized something was working for them. They're going to stick to that until it doesn't work anymore, or they're going to go down a rabbit hole on their own after they've mastered one. Yeah. Then they can move on to the next. Well, just think of like, think of the opportunity, like the, the memories, you know, the experience of going out on the water, you know, like not every kid has that opportunity, you know, like maybe their parents just aren't into it. You know, like I, to be honest with you, I didn't grow up going fishing, you know, all the time, you know, like we went fishing with my grandparents, you know, or my dad would take us, you know, or we, we, you know, we didn't get, we weren't like, you know, every weekend on the water. Like I didn't grow up that way. Um, it wasn't until later in life when I really started to, you know, get into fishing, but like 
just to, for a child to have a boy, a girl to have the opportunity to spend time out on the water, um, you know, just give them the chance to, you know, experience something new. Uh, you know, I think that's really something that I admire about you there, Mike. Like that's, that's really awesome, man. You, I, I, would uh, love, I would love to hear more about uh, one of my, when people ask me about my favorite trip, that I've taken with, uh, with anybody. It always goes back to this one kid I had two years ago. His mom called me and just said, you know, he has a learning disability. He's not autistic, but you know, it's, he yeah. can't put certain pictures in order in school, you know, and so you might just need to be patient with him. And at this point, um, six cents fishing did their special release of, uh, the autism, fishing rod and reel it's color coded right it's yes. got blue green yellow and helps stimulate and, you know oh my everything. God. and and i didn't it wasn't there yet so i had the most color coded rod and reel that i i could find from 13 fishing and i said all right we're gonna open the black we're gonna hold on to the green with the line and we're going to cast we're gonna close the black and we're gonna reel the green and there is nothing more instantly gratifying to a child who may have been struggling to learn something basic for years than catching a fish. Yeah. It's like I am succeeding at something because I have a fish on the end of my hook. And yeah. uh, I mean, I'm just I'm wondering the, you know, the program that you're involved in, like how like how, how does that go and how do you see those kids pick up fishing right in front of your eyes? Yeah, so. Um, last year I volunteered for a day with, uh, another organization, which is called fishing for autism. It's just a local, um, within, uh, Cornwall, uh, group foundation, and they put together this, uh, fishing day and these kids come out all sorts. They get to go out and they, they just fish. That's simple worm hook, you know, and throw and go. And throughout the day, they're raising money for autism. There are children there for uh, the event who are, are autistic. And it's really neat just watching these kids all day long talking to you about, you know, the, 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 why their line's all tangled. Like, I, like I, I don't know what happened, you know, like it's my line. It's, it's, uh, and then, oh, I, I saw a fish right here. So I, I, I thought I'd go here with it. And then you, you know, you finish up and your day is done and you think of each and every one of these kids. And the one thing I remember from every one of those, they're all smiling. They were just thrilled to be there. Did 50% of them catch fish? Yeah, sure. Did 50% of them learn to, you know, hook a worm? cast a rod you know what i mean their parents were there taking pictures you know um yeah no it's definitely um a very when you leave something like that it's it's definitely moving to see that you know and uh not everybody has that opportunity so yeah so, and so, not to, not to be advertising at all um just for the people at home that maybe don't know this we've got the special line of coolers that have been coming out this year um our one that we've got out right now which is called tie-dye 
is actually an autism awareness donation cooler. So some of the proceeds that um, are picked up from that 55 quart uh, tie dye Orion all go towards autism. And, you know, it's, it's a really cool opportunity. Um, We've got a couple more of those coolers actually getting ready to come out um, down the line here, but um, yeah, that's some of the neat things that we're doing at Jackson kayak Orion coolers this year to also help, you know, promote um the different things that are out there like our yellow ribbon was uh love, cancer love, and, love, love the yellow ribbon one that was great yellow ribbon Very nice. um and then um you know obviously tie-dye for autism was a big one um yeah. that's one that i wanted to push out and then like i said we've got uh, we've got another launch coming up here before long and we're excited about it i think, what, uh, what, I think what's it gonna the be ladies are really gonna, gonna i can't tell you i can just tell you that i think the ladies are really going to enjoy this all right cool. and, all right uh, Okay, even better. I, I, I do the want to tell are, the well, names are I, I, I do I do want to tell one story. So uh actually one of the kids that I just fished with last week, uh he ended up on Orion Cooler's uh social media page uh in my kayak over the cooler mm-hmm. holding two rainbow trout that he took home. Yeah, uh, very sure. nice. Yeah, it was, it was excellent so cool. eating right there and too. See, and seeing him up on social media, uh, that was that was so cool. His mom actually just typed in the comments, um, Sarah Pfeiffer. So her son is Ryan, and mm-hmm. uh, Ryan, Way to go, Ryan. And Ryan actually, I think Ryan and I have fished together. God, ten days now. I think I've fished with Ryan more than anybody else that I've ever fished with. And wow. you know, anytime a fish gets off the hook under the ice. You know, his first question is, was that on me? And I'm like, no, 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 dude. It's just, it's all right. Like he wants to know what could he have done better to keep that fish. And um, last week, his first day in that camp, um, we were on this lake and it was, it was a hard day. We, we just, we were not finding fish until like the last hour. And he hooks in as something massive and he's using chatterbait four out hook. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, just didn't quite hook it enough and it pops off. He catches another one that's, you know, is it, good. And he and I actually hooked up at the same time, double hookup, got that on video. It was awesome. But there was another kid a little bit older than Ryan who hooked into, I think the same fish. I still think it was the same fish, uh, four pounds, three ounces, massive, large mouth for that part of the lake this time of year and right on ryan paddles up to him in his boat in the kayak and all he wants to do is high five this kid ryan every day fishing with me in april we probably caught i don't know eight to ten fish and you know and being on the little struggle bus that day on that lake i was struggling to catch fish a lot of kids got one maybe two if we were lucky you know it's it's Mm. six kayaks on a lake um and ryan goes up to this kid and just high fives and like awesome fish man awesome fish i pulled him to the side later and i was just like hey dude your sportsmanship at the end of this day was amazing to watch and just you keep doing that when we fish together and it was just it, it brought me to tears almost. I told his mom about it. Like, but you know, it's it's like you're saying, Adam, the kid's smiling. He lost a massive there. Yeah, there's uh-huh. the kid, yeah, yeah. I remember that one. Good shot. But I mean, smiling about being able to high five another kid who caught uh, another fish. 
was was so cool and the camaraderie among these other kids was great uh one of the younger kids after day one shows up with a little box little present for me <laughs> and he wanted me to open it before i left and i was like all right i'll open it you know this kid is nine years old um very hyper uh you know attention span was here then there then there but the kid made a fish out of legos with a working Yes, I remember seeing this. Yes, yes, seen that. Wow, you know, it's like that. He was, he was, um, he he had a specific learning style, and I finally figured this was the one where I had to just switch the the reel on the other side. Once I did that, Mm -hmm. he was fine. Like, all right, dude, you are you're reeling with the right hand, not the left, and and that whole left brain thing worked and i wish i did that on day one but you know it finally it finally got it it was it was just amazing that you know he was having trouble catching fish first day first two days but still smiling about it it was it was phenomenal it was, it was great yeah it's that camaraderie yeah. right there that's you know yeah. Like when they, you got to think like these kids see that, you know, like they, they learn it. Like, mm-hmm. it's like when I go out fishing with my son, it's the same thing, you know, like where he hooks into a fish and, oh, you know, he's fighting it and he's, oh yeah, yeah, you know, fish on, fish on. He's, he's all pumped, you know, and, you know, and then he goes out with his cousins. My son is 10. So he's, uh, he's, he's definitely loves kayak fishing. And also he loves fishing from the bank, wading the river. You know what I mean? He comes out with me. He's my fishing buddy. But, uh, you know, when he goes out with his cousins, it's the same thing. Like they're all high fiving each other, you know, it's, and where did they learn that from? You know, they, they see that from us because we're excited about it. We bring the positivity to it. And, you know, they see that, you know, encouraging others, you know, as you know, let's be honest, fishing, when you, there are days where it's like, oh man, like, what am I doing wrong? You know, and you're like, oh, oh yeah, you know, like, yeah, no, I didn't catch anything. I drove like, you know, all these million hours and <laughs> I got, you know, 007 bite right here. So, um, but yeah, no, I, I really think that's, it's really awesome the way you're putting together those fishing camps for those kids. Like, that's a very unique well, experience for, for all of them. And I think, you know, it sounds like you're going to be probably full the next couple of summers coming. <laughs> well, I, I have to, I just, so I do, I do that on the, uh, the, the days that I, I wasn't supposed to be busy. I actually had to turn to, I had to give some other fishing guides, some, some business during that week. Uh, I, I felt bad. I said, I'm sorry. I, I, I can't take you and your family out. Um, I'm, I have a kid's fishing camp, you know, these, these, these kids are my priority right now, and they actually have holes in their schedule. Uh, one of the other things, Chad, we have to talk about while Adam is on here, uh, we, have, up. we have a Jackson Kayak Fun Tour coming up on July 15th at and Lake July Resort in Fairleigh, Vermont, and Adam is coming down here to yes. participate yes. are you staying at my house this is your couch by the way oh it, wow you know I'm, I'm six foot four so i i think uh, i think yeah it should work you it know? actually doesn't have another end it's an l so you can hang your feet right off there you get both cats though they still oh. here okay, um, well, i guess yeah, take, take what you can get you know that's right you know yeah uh but we're basically we're doing three one hour mini fishing clinics uh mm-hmm. this lake actually has two or three different summer camps on it and it's parents weekend 
so mm-hmm. the parents are taking their kids out of camp. They're all staying at the resort or most oh, of wow. them. And we're hoping that they're going to join us. Uh, it's the Aloha Foundation uh, is mm-hmm. the two camps. You have Camp Aloha, I cool. believe, and then Camp Lanakila. And then, you, of course, you have the regular hotel guests and wow. any of the golfers who feel like they want to come take a break and come paddle around. Uh, all the kayak demos are going to be provided by Outdoor New England in Franklin, New Hampshire. Um, and Marty and Joey and uh, hopefully some of the other staff from Outdoor New England will be coming out. And it's going to be, I think, 11 a.m. to about 4 p.m. Um, we're not going to the food and drink. But the food and drink will be there. Lake Maury Resort will have their tiki bar open and their grill open. Oh, sounds like a good time. It's going to be fun. Now, tell us a a little bit about the one up at Frogneck. Okay, so July 1st, Canada, it's happening. Uh, We're having the uh, Jackson Fun Tour at Frontenac. So this is going to be a lot of fun because you're going to have the whole crew uh, of Frontenac there. Uh, mm-hmm. there's going to be boats, demos, grill, chill, and it's going to be Canada day. So, you know, families can come down. It's going to be a party, you know, Canada day is a, a big deal up here and, uh, it's going to be really cool too, because, uh, Jameson is going to be there, which is going to be fun. So mm-hmm. like, I really think we'll show him how to party hard on Canada day, you know, and he can get, show us the yeah, JK style of it, you know, you'll be showing him. Yeah, and but, he's gonna uh, be upset that y'all all go to sleep at nine. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's gonna be low, it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun. It's gonna be and uh Aaron is gonna be there too, another Canadian mm-hmm. teammate. He is gonna be he is the he is truly the the front front neck man there. Um mm-hmm. he is he's 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 the guy for that. And so I'm going to go down and hang out with him. Uh, I'm going to have my kids with me too, to celebrate Canada JK style. So yeah, no, I think it's going to be, uh, it's going to be a great day on out on the water and at Frontenac, which is actually a really cool place because it is right on the water and uh, it's kind of nestled in, in there. So, um, and anybody to, uh, for the Vermont side of things, uh, Vermont is, is a beautiful state. Like, uh, I love going to Vermont. I love Vermont in the fall. Uh, it is, uh, just absolutely gorgeous. So I'm also really excited for my first, uh, fishing adventure to Vermont because I love, uh, road trips. Uh, I'm a very road trip type of guy. Uh, you know, I sleep in, I sleep in my journey, you know, at boat launches or at campsites, you know, so yeah, no, in the end, I'm super excited to uh, definitely get out there. And yeah, no, it's going to be fun. Uh, great weekend there for sure. With, you're you're uh, going to hate all the no camping signs at the boat launches all around. <laughs> us. Yeah. So, yeah. well, you, I have the couch. So that's, the, the couch. This, that's is, this is good. This is good, yep. you know? So, yeah, no, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I think uh, a lot of great events coming up here as we round out the halfway point of summer with Fun Tours, JK Trail. I mean, it just keeps going. And now we've actually added river cleanups. Jameson, part of the Fun Tour uh, for some of the places he's going, he's uh, hit a couple river cleanups. And, you know, Emily's doing the same thing. She's out west somewhere for three weeks. And, I mean, 
moving and shaking. That's uh, that's what we can do. And, you know, I think through places like TBC Guides, I mean, we're, we're touching people. Yeah. As we, far as uh, getting them in kayaks and, you know, uh, getting to know them a little bit. And it's, it's, it's providing a lot of great avenues. So, and uh, Michael, it's fun to see how far the guide company has come in just a few months, man. Yeah. Just a few months. It seems like just yesterday we was talking about ice fishing and now I see a new load of kayaks showing up. You've got, a new boat coming. Yeah, I mean, the boat. Just, the, the new boat. The new boat. There, they're, growing. They're, like they're 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 slacking on their paperwork. I mean, it's I'm I'm ready. I've got the I've got the check. Like I'm 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 ready. And uh, I I do before before we run out of time, Chad. I, I got to tell you a little revelation I had. You know, I was I was kind of wrestling with this. You know, is is Jackson going to think that I'm you know slowing down on kayaking because I got a bass boat? um oh. you know and, oh should i pull back on kayaking <laughs> you know i'm gonna li- i'm gonna list a couple of my kayaks for sale just because you know i want to take two people out kayaking instead of four and uh hmm. i got this phone call uh was it today it might have been yesterday and this guy hey i want to book a you know a trip um you know i live over, right over here so what's your availability uh he's my wife my two kids they're 18 and 20 um so be four of us and I jumped right in. I said, Oh, I just got a bass boat. You know, I, I can fit four people. No, my wife wants to do the kayak fishing. That's what she really, and awesome. so all of a sudden I'm like, you know, Mike, you really need to just, you, you have the kayaks. Let's not downsize anything. Let's, let's just have this other, you know, I, I've had to, I've had to refer people to other fishing guides because I didn't have a bass boat. I have, a, mm-hmm. uh, I can use a pontoon boat when I have eight to 10 people. You know, oh. I've got that, no problem. And I, I love my my friend that I'm doing that with. But for the three to four people that don't want to go on kayaks, I can now take them on the bass boat. And All right on. I will be able to hit more spots on a lake and kind of direct where I'm going to kayak first on larger bodies of water from being able to fish in the bass boat. And so I, I immediately listed my big kayak with my motor and everything for sale, just cause I was like, Oh, I'll just do the pedal drive. You know, I'll do the smaller bodies of water in the kayak. And then I, I completely 180 in, in less than 45 minutes. I'm like, Nope, I built this kayak. I, I love it. I'm, I'm doing, I'm, I'm, I'm keeping that. I'm getting the bass boat. Now I need another guide. So anybody who wants to guide and live up in Vermont, New Hampshire, let me know. I'll train you. If you know how to fish, that's one thing, but, uh, guiding is a whole other thing. I'll send my son down. Done. There you go. I've, I've got I've got one. He's 15. He can't drive yet. I'm hoping he's going to be able to drive very soon. Um, as soon as he gets his license, I'm hoping his dad's going to let him drive my truck. Um, so I, but I still need another guide um, next year. So anybody wants to come up here, I'm open. But I am not giving up kayak fishing. Okay, because that's what I for a moment there when I saw the bass road, I was like, <laughs> okay, so now I see him. We got this big load of kayaks, and then it was like a couple of days later. Oh, here's the bass boat. So I was like, oh, I get it, because he's got so many clients in a day, he has to rip them out to the middle of the lake, full two fifty merc straight to the middle of the lake, right? Drop yep. them off. Okay, guys, fish here, fish here, fish here. Yep. Rip back. <laughs> okay, cool. 
rip the next load out and like i was like oh, no it's the it, it's tbc not, it's guides not. is like really <laughs> like this is like coming in hot and heavy it, now it, it's no the social media makes it look bigger than it actually is but the best part of that bass boat is going to be the sight fishing platform it's yes. going to be an orion cooler with uh it's going to have a gopro mount on the gear track it's going to have the rod oh. holder for the fly rod it's going to be a i mean you're going to be able to fly fish for pike on the wow. front of this bass boat that's that's the dream uh you know it's it's not going to be your typical bass boat it's it, it it can be for certain trips but it's sure. going to be one of those platforms that's gonna it's going to be different than versatile than for you, the yeah. your, your clients too right you know yeah. you know you got a fly guy there you go you got a guy that wants to go and you know drop shot or you know another yeah. guy that wants to flip or whatnot yeah or I can go to these big lakes now and I don't have to spend two hours pedaling. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, you know, it's, it's a good workout. Eh? Yeah. Paddling and pedaling. It's definitely one of the things I definitely enjoy about the kayak fishing part of it. I, I can't pedal my gnar at six miles per hour like some of these guys. <laughs> yeah. It's probably have to have a protein to, shake after. You're going to have to take a break eventually and let some of, these, uh, let some of us take you fishing for a change, Michael. Oh, yes. I know. <laughs> yeah, well, folks. do you have a spot so, that you want to go fishing that's you got to let somebody know and they're going to take you, <laughs> well, you I, I i want to get down i want to go red fishing um with well actually what helped me with this boat purchase when i saw that jameson redding had a saltwater skiff i'm like well he's got a power boat and i was like no, yeah. i could i could do this i don't even know if it was his i think it is his um, it is his Okay, wow, it's a nice but, boat. Uh, no, D Dustin Nichols. Uh, I need I redfish are probably my favorite non freshwater fish to catch, mm -hmm. and I want to fish with that man. Yes, uh, I'll, I'll I second that. I can't wait to bass fish with you guys, but I want to go down to fish with Dustin Nichols. Yes, there you go. There you go. All right, guys, as we round this thing out, so I'm gonna let you tell the folks at home where to find you more on social media and thank the people that you work with um, that you need to thank. So we'll start with uh, Adam. All right, well, uh, thank you once again for having me on tonight. It was uh, really awesome. Um, if you wanna find me on the socials, well, it would be Pross85 is my Instagram. I am also on TikTok, which is Adam F. Pross is a TikTok. I'm also on Facebook. Um, just one last thing. I have a fantastic uh, charity event that I'm part of coming up, uh, which is the Kayak Fishing Life. It is uh, the third annual benefit for Chio. It's it's in its third year. Uh, we have that coming up uh, July 8th, uh, White Lake. Uh, fantastic community of anglers coming from Quebec, Ontario. Uh, so if you want to join us, you can always join us there. But uh, we're also, uh, the kayak fishing life is a big part of that. So yeah, we really want to give a shout out to all those guys there. And uh, yeah, no, and just big shout out to my family. Uh, as you can tell, this is the, uh, <laughs> this is, that, that's him. That's the future guide. Um, yeah, no, uh, my family for supporting me and my kids. And uh, yeah, no, thanks for having me on. And uh, hey, if you want to have me again, uh, I look forward to it. So yeah, cool. Um, you Christian's got you. Yes. <laughs> uh, 
Instagram is at TBC Guides, and I was told I need to start a YouTube channel, which I have somewhere. It's somewhere in there. Uh, Facebook is TBC Guides. Um, and yeah, if you haven't seen any of my reels pop up, then I don't know. You must not fish, but there's, there's, there's I, I'm popping up in golfing reels now. Uh, I'm, I, I'm on there, but you guys are welcome. Uh, I just found out my, my wife is absolutely amazing. She works very hard and she's going to be traveling Monday through Thursday from middle of July all the way to December. So that means that I have kind of some, I don't have extra time, but I have extra places for people to stay. So if you feel like coming out to fish in the dead heat of summer and get up to the mountains in Vermont, New Hampshire, uh, I'm less than a mile from Dartmouth College. Come up here, you have a place to stay, and uh, I'll tell you where to fish. Uh, if I'm not busy that day, I'll go with you, but I'll tell you where to fish. And uh, to any of the parents of the kids that I got to fish with the past couple of weeks or watching, thank you for trusting me with your children in <laughs> kayaks. I'm hoping that you trust me with your children on a bass boat next year uh, with the one of three different fishing camps that we're going to do next year. There you guys have it. Um, Justin's wanting to know if he can sleep on the couch and if this is a, is this a couch call? <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, it's it's right here. This is this is just one. Uh, this is this is the downstairs couch. This is the basement, so it is naturally air conditioned uh, from the ground. So this is where you want to stay. You don't want to stay upstairs. There you guys have it. Well, thanks to all that listen. Thanks to all that engaged with us tonight here on the. Uh, Jackson Kayak Doc Talk, we appreciate you. And we will be back in action. We've got a new panel coming to you live on, let's see here. It looks like the 12th, July 12th. We will have a new panel, new topics, and more fun. Stay tuned. Check out the JK Fun Tour. You've got one on the first if you're in Canada. Check them out at Frontenac and get with Michael on the 15th. Name the place again. Lake Maury Resort in Fairleigh, Vermont. There you go. So, JK Trails, USABassin.com. Check those out. We've got events popping up everywhere. So, we will catch you later. Thanks for watching. Head over to jacksonkayak.com. Pick yourself out something nice. Good night, all. Good night.